Blog Talk Radio. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Thank you. We, we appreciate that. 
Now, Coach, uh, what does it mean to you for this university to tap his interim head coach when they could have went other, uh, other places, but they chose you, Coach Reed, to lead this program and give you opportunity to prove yourself and prove to the administration and then the players and the fans that, hey, you're the man for this job, potentially going forward, doing the job of leading the Hawks this year in the NMEAC conference there? Well, uh, first of all, you you got to give uh, God the glory um, for the opportunity. You understand, like, sometimes you don't get a second opportunity, and this is my second go-round as a head coach uh, in the MEAC conference, and as I spent a lot of time in the South at Bethune-Cookman University. So uh, I just give him the uh, uh, the glory, and uh, I'm just blessed to be in this opportunity to be able to serve. Uh, serve young people and be able to uh, uh, help the University of Maryland Eastern Shore achieve goals and objectives that they have for the, the men's basketball program and the athletic department in particular. So it's an honor and a privilege to, to be able to serve the university, the young players, and the, um, and the other coaches because uh, this is the flagship program. We don't have football, so... This, this position is a position of leadership uh, for the athletic department, not only just the uh, men's basketball head coach. And, Coach, uh, how important is it as a role of a head coach being at HBC for our young African-American men who come into your program, especially in during the t- times we're living in right now, which we won't really delve into, but, but just knowing that, hey, you are a pillar and a voice for them to help them make sense of the craziness they're witnessing on a daily basis in our society today or in, in our country today. Well, it's, I think it's extremely important that I provide, in a position of leadership, provide leadership, and, and the most important way to provide leadership is to actually uh, by your actions. So I try to be the, the model that I want them to see. Um, I'm a family man. I'm a father. I'm a husband. Uh, I'm, a, you know, a teacher, a coach, a brother, an uncle, a confidant. So, you know, um, I just have to model the behavior that I want them to see. They see a... Um, uh, African American who's um, who's somewhat successful, you know, who's who's not on the street corner, who's successful, um, and you have uh, someone who can you you see you can follow their behavior and follow their role, and so uh, that's the best way to lead. That's the most important thing to do. Like uh, sometimes our parents used to say, "Son, do as I say, not as I do." But what we understand now, young people today. They do as you they do as you do, and they want to know why if you're not doing it the right way. So, I try to model the behavior and uh, let them know how you can how to um, be successful in today's society with all the different things going on today. The social media, the high the, the tension level that we have in certain areas during this time in America. Now, Coach Reed, uh, how much of an advantage is for you to be on staff last year? been a chance to eyeball the players and, and probably re-recruit some guys, keep them on the roster after their coaching change there. And did you feel good knowing that you can kind of keep some recruits you was engaged with outside who weren't on the roster yet because familiar with you and also by you keeping the job, kind of keep the continuity going, that he give the program a chance to be stable going forward? Well, well I got to give, uh, you know, the, the administration and the athletic director uh credit for giving me an opportunity and thanking them for giving me that opportunity to keep some continuity because obviously I was there and some people would say, well, you were part of, you know, some of the issues, but 
at the same time, I, I think that I was uh, part of a lot of success we've had, the most success we've ever had. I was a part of that as the associate head coach. And I, like you say, I can I have an evaluation of players in the program. So when you're recruiting kids, you you evaluate them, and you see if they fit what you want to do. So I, by having recruited some of the players, and I'm very hands-on with the program and skill workouts and development of players off the court as well as on the court. I have a good feel for them, and I know what their strengths are and the areas that they need to improve, not just basketball, but in their social life and their personal lives and their academic lives. So it gives me a leg up to be able to understand how to coach the young men who are here. And the ones who, who are here, they want to be here, they want to play, and want to see this program be successful and want to be instrumental in the success of the program. And now, Coach, when you get on the court uh, with the guys at some of the schools starting for for the workout period, will it be more player development-wise, or are you going to try to input in some schemes? Because I know you might want to tweak some things from, from last year's team for scheme-wise, or you wait to do that and when, 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 when the fall opens up there. For, for me, it, it, um, it starts off the court with um, the type of culture that I want to bring to the table. And I'm, I'm different. I'm a military person than the, uh, the previous coach, so I'm a different individual. And so for me, I want to attack the culture outside of uh, basketball and create a um, – being a military man, discipline, um, hard work to get togetherness, uh, being a team. You know, the ultimate team is, is, in, the, is in the Army because uh, you're dealing with uh, – I was in the Army, so you're dealing with, um, you know – fighting for your country so you as a team you could be in a situation where it's, it's, it's more than just shooting hoops it's a life it could be a life death situation when you're in training in, the, in a military situation so I try to bring that family togetherness and, and um, that discipline that mental toughness and the accountability of all those things together and, and that's what my objective is. And so the basketball part I've been doing this, been playing, doing this since I was a, 10 years old, 8 years old. I've been playing, I've been coaching, so I've been involved in basketball for 40-plus years, and I've been a head coach for 10-plus years at the Division One level and the high school level as well. So I have a grasp of that. So I'm a foundation guy, culture first, and then it, it's important that we build um, – with the culture part, then you, you do the skill development. If there's the individual development, you get to know the player individually. You get to know their strengths. You get to know how tough they are when you're taking them through drills and what they can do, what type of shots they can do, and, and you get to build a, a relationship. Everything we do today is about relationships. So I'm about building the skill work, and I do a little bit of uh, we've done a little, we didn't do a lot of uh, team stuff. We did mostly skill work, and we broke it down two guys per group sometimes one-on-one so that we could get more done um, with with less per group. Exactly, Coach. Now, do you feel like this, Coach, uh, in, in the MEAC conference that, you know, you, I think there's some great teams in the MEAC, and I hate that, that Hampton left the MEAC conference, but with losing Hampton, do you feel like it's a big opportunity for teams like yourself and Bethune and those teams like that to maybe? Because Buck Jordan kind of had a – he kind of had like a – it was him and everybody else for a while there getting that automatic bid. So he feel like it's open for the whole league for everybody else. And then with them kind of leaving out, can kind of, kind of fight for that top spot in MEAC now. Yes. I, um, I, I definitely agree with you about Hampton leaving 
uh, I think they would. They they definitely helped our league without a doubt. They they have been the class of the league probably the last twenty years, maybe overall. Every you know you have turns. There's been a turn for uh, Dale State for a little while. Coppin State dominated early. South Carolina State dominated for a period. Then you have North Carolina Central. But in that in that period of time, uh, over the since um, Hampton's been in the league, and they haven't been in the league quite. 20 years, maybe it's right at 20 years they've been in the league. They they have uh, always won some championships. They've always been a constant winning some championships. So uh, they, they, they've been strong, but it, it, it rotates throughout the league. And now North Carolina Central has kind of carried the torch, but they've shared a little bit of that with Buck and, and, uh, and Hampton. So we're definitely going to miss them, but at the same time now, You'll see some other programs uh, take. I think we'll take some steps up, and I think we have a chance here at University of Maryland Eastern Shore to uh, I, hopefully we we help stabilize the situation with with my staff and everybody, and we have an opportunity to take a step up in this league and, and, and grab a hold of it. I know Bethune is pretty strong right now. Uh, North, uh, North Carolina Central has a stronghold pretty much on it. They've won it the last two years, won it three out of four years, I think, or uh, uh, two out of three or three out of five. So we're going to try to get in there. And then um, A&T was strong last year. And Norfolk State has been a constant top-tier program. So those are the ones right now. Somebody's going to take another leap, and hopefully it'll be us. Yes, indeed, Coach. And I feel like that you got – I feel like it's so key to keep stability and keep people comfortable I feel like a lot of times when I was coaching changes that, you know, going until it from a different direction kind of may, maybe hurts the kids more than it helps the kids, you know, because I had trust in that free period of assistant, assistant, assistant coaches because the kid hates his assistant. That's that's a problem, you know. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, the coach usually keeps them happy. They get the one deciding this way and what have you. So I think it's very key stability to keep the kids happy, keeping them under, keeping them comfortable. If a kid, kid gets uncomfortable, that guy could go off the rails and, he, and you lose them and never get them back. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, it, I think stability, you talked about that earlier, stability is extremely key. Having stability um, with the players as well as the staff. Having, having um, you know, you're not changing a lot of players as well. Having, you know, kids who've been in the programs two years, three years, and sometimes even four years, even though you don't quite see that as much with the, uh, if you look at the, the, the kids who are um, leaving, who are leaving, you know, that's more and more kids all the time who are leaving school, who are the transfer list. But at the same time, the more continuity you keep with your staff, the more continuity you keep with the players, you have two- and three- and four-year players who are the, the more veteran you are, the better your programs are today. If you look at the, the MEAC and the NCAA tournament, very few teams are winning except the elite programs with young players. You're winning with – they have continuity. They have continuity on the staff. They have great staff. They have continuity um, with the with the with the teams, with the players. They have two, three, four year players. That's why the mid majors are so strong. They have those three and four year players who are bigger, stronger, and more experienced. And it it um it catapults you into having success when you have stability in staff, players, administration, all the way to the top. Got there right, Coach. Well, Coach Reed, I tell you what, man, it's been a pleasure having you on this show, and I look forward to cheering for you guys this year. I don't want you to be able to keep that gig up there. I feel like you're doing a great job for those young men up there 
at Eastern Shore, and I hope everything works out, works out for you guys. And I'll be talking to you again in the fall, Coach, checking out and what your programs here, everything's going with you and you and your guys, the Hawks up there. Thank you, uh, Mr. Bossman. I appreciate you having me on. You're welcome, Coach Reed. Have a great day, man. Talk to you real soon. All right. Take care. Over these, check out the fine folks, Blu ray productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B L U B E R R Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching. And if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the livest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. <laughs> 